In July of 2017, a new restaurant opened up on the corner of St. Mark's and Nostrand Avenue, also known as James E. Davis Avenue. The restaurant's name is Summerhill. Outside, the facade is blue and white with big open windows so folks can sit and have a drink while they look onto the street. It's marketed as an open-air, boozy, surf club kind of joint. The owner of this restaurant is named Becca Brennan. I'm from Toronto and I own a restaurant, Summerhill. While Becca's originally from Canada, she's been living in Crown Heights for about two years now. She has a background in law and event planning, but recently she pivoted her life to go into the food business. <laughs> While I'm talking with Becca at the bar, she gets distracted by something on her phone and she shows it to me. Oh gosh. Yep, you stink, you stupid little racist bitch. That's the emails I get. Five weeks after Becca opened, she sent out a press release to different publications advertising Summerhill. In it, she says that Summerhill is Crown Heights' most Instagrammable hangout with a boardwalk vibe and a killer cross breeze. It advertises their summery cocktails and then alludes to the rumored backroom gun shop that was part of the bodega that used to occupy the space. It talks about the interior of the restaurant and in parentheses says, yes, that bullet hole ridden wall was originally there and yes, we're keeping it. The wall is was here when I got here and it has um, holes that are obviously anchor holes and it looks cool, it looks great, it looks like art. While the holes in the wall are damaged from the last tenants in the space, they really could pass as bullet holes. She started Instagramming photos of cocktails in front of the wall and also began advertising rosé in 40-ounce bottles. A writer from the website Gothamist went to Summerhill, interviewed Becca, and wrote an article that went viral. Within the next week, the internet and the community responded. News of Summerhill went international, with many people saying that Becca was a distilled example of a white gentrifier trying to capitalize off of negative black stereotypes by exploiting the neighborhood's history of violence and poverty. During the first gathering, she did not come out to speak to the protesters, but afterward, she did issue an apology on the internet. I mean, you don't want to offend anyone, and you're, I, I'm a human being, so if I offend someone, you apologize, right? Like you. You honestly don't want them to think that it was on purpose or to be mean. Um, so I apologize. You know, that's what you do as a human being. You apologize if you were offended and you move on with your lives. I'm not, I'm not apologizing for the wall. I'm apologizing if anyone thought that I would ever try to capitalize on violence or I'm sorry if anyone actually believed that those were bullet holes. You know, that's what I was sorry about, that my sarcasm didn't translate into print. In the apology, she didn't say that she was going to modify or plaster over the wall. She said she was keeping it to preserve the history and the architecture of the building. But she did get rid of the 40-ounce bottles of rosé. Um, so, I, I think the bottles are really cute. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with race. It has to do with, it has to do with something, but it's not race. The neighborhood saw this apology as insincere and berated her for not taking down the wall after they made it clear how they felt about it. So a second protest was organized just a few weeks later. Um, I think that's the first time I heard the bye bye Becky thing. Bye bye Becky! Bye bye Becky! Um, so they start chanting. Hey, ho, ho. White supremacy's got to go! 
During the protest, Becca sat at a table outside in front of the crowd, clashing with protesters and doing a crossword puzzle, which she says she does every Sunday. There is a handful of people in the community that have come to Becca's defense. So I go there. I, I go to the establishment. I was there. I ate last night. I, I go there all the time. I invite my friends. And she's a great lady. I think she uh, does help the black people in the community because she has black workers, black bartenders. She has. Uh, she helps the kids, black kids, with their homework. That's what I have seen with this lady. But I don't know why she's so uh, adamant to make that change on the wall. I, I, I just can't see. Community representatives and local civil rights groups got together to plan an emergency town hall meeting. Their goal was to invite Becca and the community to exchange ideas in a civil setting. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to listen. Please take your time. we got 90 seconds. Take your time and express yourself. It can be emotional. Jeffrey Davis is a district representative here, and he is the brother of former councilman and NYPD officer James E. Davis, who the street is named after. Jeffrey is a longtime activist and has tirelessly fought to end gun violence in memory of his brother, who was shot and killed at New York City Hall in 2003. Jeffrey was the one mediating the town hall. One at a time, try to remain calm, express yourself, for those who support Summer Hill, for those who don't support Summer Hill, and why. The next hour and a half was filled with passionate testimonies, with Becca speaking very little. And I remember when I was afraid to come to Nostrand Avenue, when my mother would send me to the store, and I will not lie to you, I ran from Park Place in Kingston all the way back. This neighborhood has a really hard history, but people are working on it. <laughs> and Crown Heights doesn't need someone to bring that up, especially when you're not even from New York. Understand what our pain is. When we see things like that, when you take black stereotypes and put it in there, what I hear is the N word. Right. That's what I hear. And then the really cool question that needs to be answered is do you understand that there is this incredible opportunity for healing if you do something to change it? If you're hurting people, it is insulting to people. Go to Home Depot, Sparkle, ask us for help. I told your group I would help. We can all here right now forgive you, but you're not giving us any reason to. Uh, yeah. You understand? The, the, the holes on the wall is offensive. People have died in this community. There's nothing about the architecture to, pre to protect, you know? And so I'm wondering if you're out of touch. I'm wondering if you're out of touch. And the truth is, you are out of touch. And now let me say Is there any semblance of a, a true apology to the community? Because people here are hurt. And people yeah. here today want to hear something that resembles an apology and not something that's half-hearted. Please don't forget. There was no ill intention. There was no malice. There was, there was, and there was offense taken. And I immediately apologized that offense was taken. It wasn't enough. You moved the goalposts. So, I'm sorry I have a sense of humor. So, um, as a At the end, Jeffrey Davis is making his closing remarks and talking about how the community can come to a resolution. What are you doing? What are you doing?
At this point, Becca gets up, and she leaves before he's finished. I talked with Davis afterward, and he said the town hall was a success. We gave her an opportunity to express herself. And I listened, and I heard. And, I thank, and I'm thankful that she did come. So that was great on her part to, to listen. And I'm going to sleep on it. I'll call another meeting, not with the business owner, and we'll talk about it amongst ourselves on what direction to proceed. You don't want to invite her to that? No, there's no need to. She expressed herself. If you don't partnership with the community, with us, then we won't patronize your establishment. And then the word will spread because we're a tight-knit community. And once the word spreads that we're not going to patronize there, it's just a matter of time before your doors close. And just down the road on James E. Davis Avenue, Becca sees a bright future for Summerhill. I'm optimistic. We're just having a great time. Jokes on all of you, this is bringing me closer to people because people come in and we learn each other's sides and thoughts and histories and done more good in terms of just my relationship with my, a lot of my neighbors and harm. As of today, the world is watching. The fate of Summerhill remains uncertain and Crown Heights continues to change. On James E. Davis Avenue, the community is united, preparing for whatever comes next. Thank you so much, Father God. Thank you for every member of our community that is here. We all come from different places, but we are one community, one Crown Heights, Father God. We just ask that you allow us to remain unified. Don't let race divide this community, Amen. Father God. Don't let anyone come into our community that seeks to destroy us. Amen. Father God, we will always turn to you. We will always say thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen.